0: Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planetin, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. A life full of meaning and mindful decision making and taking positive actions to live harmoniously and imprint effectively on those you love and mentor. Last week, I discussed the law of aimlessness from Robert Greene's book, The Laws of Human Nature, which was about how to change your life your life's direction by advancing with a sense of purpose. Sometimes that's difficult to do when you are concerned with trying to keep everybody happy and fitting in when you're really born to stand out. This week's episode on the law of conformity is perfect timing as a reminder Green says, when we are in a group, we feel different emotions, infected by the group. We are more prone to taking risks, to acting irrationally, and because everybody else is. This social personality can come to dominate who we are. Listening so much to others and conforming our behavior to them we slowly lose a sense of our uniqueness and the ability to think for ourselves. The only solution is to develop self-awareness and a superior understanding of the changes that occur uh, That occur in us, in groups. With such intelligence, we can become superior social actors able to outwardly fit in and cooperate with others on a higher level while retaining our independence and rationality. What do you think about that? Do you try and fit in? Or are you, in fact, thinking for yourself? You must look inward and have that chat with yourself. Exercise your mental fitness. This side of our character takes some time to observe as there's some pretty charming people out there that can distract us from ourselves. (laughs) And as we all strive to return to our social lives, hopefully what they were like pre-pandemic, we are now given the opportunity to have a second chance at reinventing ourselves starting our lives afresh and anew. You don't have to have all the answers on how to do this. Just begin with a question. Answers tend to follow. Focus on positive results. And when things seem to be getting a little chaotic, be the person with a calm mind, the patient persona, and the goal of becoming the rational one, the leader. Be the star of your own show." Green says the social force is neither positive nor negative. It is simply a physiological part of our nature. In human physiology, I'm going to have to paraphrase a little bit here, but overall it creates a framework for understanding how the human body adapts to stresses, physical activity, and disease. That's why it's better to observe people and their reactions in person. It gives you a better clue to what they're thinking about because a lot of language is body language. And then you can decide a little bit more clearer if it aligns with your own goals. And keen observer. So, what I mean by this is you can actually see people, you can see how the social dynamics they evolve. And it's not as obvious as it used to be. Over time, think, you know, uh, in the Roman Empire, everyone would gather in the same location. In the Renaissance period, people would go to court and posture for attention. Well, that part of human nature has not changed one iota. (laughs) No. It's why talking to people in person improves understanding and loses something in the virtual translation. So, how do you maintain your individuality when you're in a group dynamic and want to communicate effectively and for the betterment of the group? Green says, first you must become a consummate observer of yourself, of yourself as you interact with groups of any size or any dynamic. Be ruthlessly frank with yourself. Look at how your ideas and beliefs alter the longer you stay at a job or within a particular group. You are under under subtle pressure to get along and to fit in. And you will respond to this without even being aware. As a thought experiment, sometimes try to entertain an idea that is the opposite of the group you belong to or the conventional wisdom and see what happens. And this is a little experiment you can do without others even knowing what you're doing because what you're trying to observe is what you are really about and how that integrates with the group how the group affects you overall, and does that align with your goals? So the reason to pose a question or, you know, just ruffle a few little feathers towards what you actually believe, not what the group is, will help you decide how to transition and how to bring out more of your own personality. Be the individual you want to be second become a consummate observer of the groups you belong to or interact with so now you're looking at the other people and he gives us good analogy consider yourself an anthropologist studying the strange customs of an alien tribe I like that look deeply at the culture of your group how it feels from within The feeling contrasted to other groups you have worked with or belonged to. You are catching the social force as it molds the group into an organism. It becomes alive and well, doesn't it? The sum greater than the parts. This will keep you grounded in reality. Keen observation. I like that. So as you're observing people, and your own self awareness, you will begin to identify the different dynamics of the group. Who is the leader, and are they truly providing what you need? What is the group dynamic? Is it dysfunctional? And therefore, maybe you need to find a new tribe? Because <laughs> it's not you, it's them. You can't change anyone but yourself. So be a good observer and decide if that tribe is healthy for you to be around. It could be your own family, depending on which part of the family it is. But if it's your own personal family, uh, spouse, children, single mother, single dad, whatever the dynamic is for you in your family, You need it to be a healthy one. This works professionally and personally. It really does. Observe, observe, observe. Be self-aware how everyone's connecting. Because maybe your tribe at home needs a little reality check. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about three ideas. To keep the group alive and to thrive. The observations are key here. And as you make them, decide to make it your mission to be united and stay the course. Making people feel an intricate part of the group creates something important. We need to feel that. We humans need that deep, important feeling. Because once members experience this, they are motivated, naturally motivated to keep the healthy dynamic alive and it will thrive. So keep keep the, the, the mission to stay the course, make people feel they're part of the group, the tribe, the family. You will also need to be able to delegate as a leader. Yes, that's what you're becoming, a leader. <laughs> you're focusing focusing on the big picture. But you can't do it alone. When you let others shine, you will begin to feel their warmth. So don't even entertain micromanaging. It just doesn't work. And it's not good for your own health either. And you can just fine-tune that dynamic over time. Fine-tune, fine-tune. Keep the communication open. Listen to ideas. Brainstorm, which I think is now called design thinking, but brainstorming fills the funnel. And then as your funnel gets filled, you can filter that out. Filter it out for the best results. And you do this by learning from others, digesting what they're saying, digesting what they're doing, how they're communicating. And then, then after all that patient time, you know what to do next and the easiest way to do this is by letting others speak first ask them their opinion and you know not not a contradictory way but that way they're not just trying to keep you happy and placate you by telling you what you want to hear you wanna hear what they're thinking You keep an open mind and you become aligned. And third, remember emotions and how contagious they are. You need to remain calm and confident. Fearless in your quest because you do not let setbacks linger. Brush it off. Forward. Forward motion. Because in this ever-changing world, Those who adapt to change and can pivot without looking back is the one to be. Keep your team strong. Keep your family strong. Keep the group strong. And do this by challenging them to stretch, to grow, to learn, even under stress. Emotions ebb and flow. And then you can let the emotions go. Green ends the chapter by saying, When you learn the value of cooperating on a higher level and seeing your fate intertwined with those around you, you develop greater empathy. Mm. And don't you think greater empathy comes understanding? With greater empathy comes greater understanding. Green goes on to say, We gain confidence in our own abilities, which such a group rewards, so you can feed off of each other. We feel connected to reality. We are brought into the upward pull of the group, realizing our social nature on a higher level it was intended for. It is our duty as enlightened humans to create as many such groups as possible, making society healthier in the process. Gotta love that one. So you do this by being observant, both about your self-awareness and of others, brainstorming, fill that funnel. And remember, we are emotional creatures who think, Oh, I like this. I like it a lot. And we are well on our way through this book. And if you've missed any episodes, any chapters, no problem. There's a link in the show notes. And if you like the show, share it with someone you know. Because if other people hear this, we can make society healthier in the process. It's important for your own mental health and mental well being to understand human nature and the importance of thinking independently. Great leaders of any type, of any type of group, understand human nature. There is a leader within you but you must live an inspired life and choose where your attention goes because that is where your energy flows. And by doing so, you will be the star of your own show by developing your self-awareness. Live well.